everyone. Welcome back to our next episode of Kids These Days. And today I want to talk about uh, a couple of relationship tools that I use a lot with my kids and have used a lot in my work with kids in the therapy room. It really is a focus on using our emotions to help our kids understand how their behavior impacts other people. So Often our first go-to when our kids are uh, not doing what we want them to do is to punish them in some way, right? We take away their phone, we take away their, the practice that they've been looking forward to all, uh, all week, right? We say, you can't go to basketball practice because you didn't turn in your homework the way you were supposed to, or whatever we do, right? Most of us, our go-to is to punish in that way, to take something away. What I want for us to think about today is using two really powerful emotions to help our kids understand how their behavior impacts other people. Now, I don't want for you to think about this as using our emotions to manipulate other people. Um, That is different than what I want for us to be uh, talking about here. So if you are using emotions to manipulate other people, whether that's your friend, your spouse, or your kids, that's actually not a healthy way of interacting with people. But when I talk about using our emotions, for instance, when we feel really proud of our kids, sharing that level of pride with our kids is going to be so powerful to motivate them to um, continue to do what we just said we were proud of them for doing. So earlier today, I made a a post on my Facebook page, MWM with kids, if you're not there, would love for for you to join me there. I made a post about sharing three specific things about your kids that you are proud of and talking with them about it using the words, I am proud of you because. It's really important that they start to understand I'm proud of you. And what I want to kind of expand on is I want for for us to share more about what we're proud of who our kids are and what they're doing. So let me give you an example. So you might share uh, with your son that you are really proud that he has been showing so many more traits of of being more responsible, that you love that he's showing kindness, right? That he is just becoming such a reliable person for you. Those are all more traits that are within your child. I also want you to talk about being proud of their behavior, right? Sometimes behaving well is really hard for our kids. And so it's fair for us to say to them, I am really proud that you have had your mask on all day at school. I'm really proud that your teacher is saying you are doing a good job in class. I am so proud of you for how you did not retaliate against your brother in that moment. Ooh, that's a good one, right? In fact, I think I've maybe I've said that exact thing. Like when they are practicing self-control and you notice it, Oh my gosh, y'all, it's so important that you point out that you noticed it and then use the words I'm proud of you for. Now, the other emotion aside from pride that is helpful as we're trying to, to help our kids understand how their behavior impacts other people around them. The other emotion I want you to talk about is disappointment. Now, I actually often uh, encourage folks to use 
this emotion and this relationship tool, even above and beyond taking things away from our kids, sometimes saying, gosh, I'm just disappointed that that was a choice that you made. Sometimes that, just that statement by itself, is more powerful as a motivator to change your child's behavior than taking away their phone. So if you're thinking about how do I talk with my kid that I don't want them to be doing what I see them doing? You could say, I'm disappointed that I saw you were saying kind of not nice things about your friends on social media. I'm disappointed that we've talked before about how uh, I want for you to pick up all your clothes in your room. And I went upstairs and I still see them. And I'm disappointed that You know, you said you were going to do it and you were going to try harder and it doesn't feel like that. I'm disappointed that, you know, you hit your brother after he hit you and that's really not better than him hitting you in the first place, right? See how your kid responds when you use the words, I'm proud of you because, or I'm disappointed in your behavior today because. Now, some of your kids may still be like, Yep, don't care. (laughs) I can imagine some of you are at home or in your car and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might work for some kids, but that is not going to work for my kid. The only thing that motivates them is fill in the blank. That might be true, but it may also be true that this may be an additional tool in your toolbox that will work some of the time. So I want to also say one last thing about if your kid, so let's say you, um, have the conversation with your child about how you're disappointed in them. And they have some sort of negative reaction, right? Maybe they're like, I don't care. Or maybe they start to cry. Or maybe they show remorse, right? Pause in that moment and be with them, especially if they're showing signs of remorse or um, guilt. And kind of talk with them a little bit more about it and just say, you know, it's okay. I just am. I'm trying to tell you I am a little bit disappointed, but... I know you can do better, so how can I help you be better than that? If your child says, I don't care, don't necessarily believe them at face value because sometimes our job as parents is to plant seeds that will grow. And good gravy, let me tell you the number of times I've had kids and particularly tweens and teens on my couch that look their parents in the eye and say, I don't care. And then later we're like, oh my gosh, bet that really hurt. Or they talk to me about how much they really do care. So if, if your kid says, I don't care, be disappointed. Or if they become disrespectful or defensive, don't necessarily take it at face value just yet. Keep that tool in your toolbox. Maybe pause for just a minute. Don't double punish, right? So the point of this conversation is not to double punish them. So if, if you're saying to them, I'm disappointed that you did this or you did that, and then they say, I don't care, be disappointed. Take a breath before you double punish and say, well, fine then, I'm taking your phone for two weeks. <laughs> Just take a breath, okay? And say, you know what, that makes me sort of upset that you are, you know, it seems like you don't really care that it matters to me. You got to get beyond that front that they're often putting up when um, they're saying, I don't care, or maybe they storm off. Sometimes our kids need to get used to this level of vulnerability from us 
And frankly, we even need to get used to sharing this level of vulnerability with them. Would love to hear from you. Um, follow on Facebook, MWM with kids, Make Words Matter with kids. I hope these two emotions are things that you can talk with your kids about more frequently, hopefully not every day, but more frequently until uh, you can start to talk about all of the different emotions that you experience in your relationship with your child so that you can teach them how to experience those emotions with other people. My website is uh, makewordsmatterforgood.com. You can catch my book there, um, Make Words Matter Straightforward Logical uh, Parenting, to take your kid from frustrating to connecting and listening. You can also find a series of ebooks, short ebooks, 18 to 20 pages, um, just filled, filled, filled with tips on how to have hard conversations about various topics. I'd love for you to check those out. They're just $5 and uh, hopefully it will be the best $5 you ever uh, spend. So I hope everyone stays well and be well. <laughs>